1: Numbers told the story; they always do. So one of
0: those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visa.
2: Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube, TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin. Kelly, I did not know that LeBron James chose to wear pajamas at the post game press conference last night. I, didn't I did not see that.
3: that. I did not catch that either. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna wear his PJs before he hops on his PJ. You and I could not uh, pull that off. I don't. I don't know. I think I could pull
2: that. Off. Well, man, I'll speak for myself. <laughs> man. By the way, Drew Dinsick on hardwood handicappers with you today. We should note.
3: Yeah, JVT, big time. He's on follow the money this uh, for part of this week. So he's we're giving him the day off and right. called in Dinsick from the bullpen. He's coming in, man. It's going to be a fun. Show was always down. Oh, he. he oh, he's he was. Down. I didn't even have to ask. Really, he was like, "I'm in. I'm in. Let's do it."
2: You're like, "Can you sure?"
3: So me and him will, will talk nonsensically about the Miami Heat and how we, we're still wait. just
2: very confused about what's going on. If you'd like to hear two people more confused about the Heat later, you can tune into <laughs> that podcast. Maybe we'll welcome That's Jake Hahn,
3: where he's like, what yeah. are you two idiots doing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is probably the nerdiest of all my guests, and I say that with love. He and I used to go to spring training games and invent metrics of our own while watching idly. Um, you should also know that when he was just asked by our audio guy, Kevi Kev, if he should uh, lean back in his chair or uh, lean forward. Mark Borchard, what did you say? What was your full answer to
4: that question? I said, I'm laid back. Got my mind on my money and my <laughs> money on my mind. I mean, it just came to me, right? <laughs> so great from
2: him. Uh, Mark Borchard, ladies and gentlemen, from an undisclosed location in the desert. You can follow him at based. <laughs> BaseWinner.com. That would not be funny from anyone else. But from you, that is spectacular that you know that. Um, Mark, so you and I, not only did we used to nerd out and do stuff like that, but one of the things we did 10 years plus ago when we would, you know, 10 years plus ago when we're talking about baseball handicapping the metrics were far more primitive, but you could actually beat baseball because not many people even cared about anything sabermetrics. And I just want to get into something that we used to do then as a hack here, because we're on the cusp of doing our Q1 derivative show together. Um, and I'm curious if if any of this matters now. Are you ready for a little exercise before we get your picks of the day? Uh, yeah, go ahead. So we used to we used to really just look at the difference between ERA baseball card stats and fielding independent pitching back in those days. Now, again, for those who are the uninitiated, some of the, the difference in those two numbers uh, is basically about what a pitcher can control. And many of the things that are involved in that, not to get too nerdy here, are um, your batting average on balls in play. That's a huge factor in that difference in the assessment of those two. Um, home run to fly ball rate, which home runs are sort of wall scrapers, which go over the fence. And um, the other one would be strand rate as well. Who on base is actually getting home, who's not. That's something that should regress to the mean generally over time. So I'm curious, and this doesn't apply to pitchers today, but a lot of these guys are involved tomorrow. Have you found exploitable numbers when it comes to Lance Lynn? Let's take the guys who have way better um Feel way better fielding independent than they do ERA. So this guy, these guys have been underperforming. Lance Lynn, Zach Wheeler, Johan Oviedo of the Pirates, and then Jose Berrios of the Toronto Blue Jays. Have you found that these guys have numbers that you are going to back generally from start to start?
4: No, I think it was a good introduction that you that you talked about. You know, back in the day, you were able to use an an xFIP uh, to ERA comparison and get value, but when you're talking about these four pitchers, particularly, I, I cannot recall like you know being one-sided on on any of them, mm-hmm. and I think that goes to show you how prevalent I guess you know this xFIP xFIP minus is in the market. So I, I think that that was a good. Opportunity for us back in the day, Gil, but it's just—it's just not there anymore. I mean, that's, I don't—you know what—I don't feel like when I listen to other content uh, regarding baseball handicapping, I, I feel like I never hear ERA. I, it's all X bit minus. So uh, that's kind of a long answer to a short question. I don't think there's any value using that particular stat.
2: And that also shows, and that's why I bring it up, right? It, it also shows how none of this stuff is static. What worked ten years ago. Certainly won't work 10 years later, let alone maybe even a couple three years ago. But, but I do want to say how quick in history it was because even, even six years ago, like when VEASAN started, we were kind of the only ones still talking about stuff like that, right? Babip and, and Strand Raid. And that's now everybody talks about it. Um,
4: yeah, you can't get, I mean, you can't get normal stats. So maybe that's maybe yeah. that's the new, uh, the new what do what they call it? The inefficiency orange, orange yeah. is the new black or yeah. something, whatever that is. Um, but. You know, I remember you were able to ride Derek low, like to like yes. new highs, pardon we, the pun. But we, like, yeah, I mean, he, for like six or seven games and he just kept getting shelled and and that wouldn't happen today. Like no. not only is the market like privy to X fit minus, but the front offices the front are offices, too. And, that's yeah, exactly yeah. right.
2: They know now, too. That's exactly right. And they didn't back in the day. Um, by the way, uh, Lance Lynn pitches uh, tomorrow night. So does Zach Wheeler, who's on, the, who's on that list as well. So um, bet accordingly there. What about today? What did you bet today?
4: You know, I like the Orioles here today. I, my numbers are pretty high on Grayson Rodriguez. I, I like his name, too. It kind of sounds like he belongs in a telenovela. Uh, I don't know if you ever watch any of those, but uh, that would be <laughs> a good character name. Uh, for a telenovela, but he's 18th in the base winner 150. Uh, I've got him 18% better than an average pitcher and Eflin has been good. Uh, I have him 53 out of one hundred and fifty. If you take a look at the strikeout percentage between the two guys and Rodriguez actually is, uh, has a better strikeout percentage, 26%, actually 25.9 compared to Eflin at 24.0, but kind of where the difference is with these guys is, is ISO allowed last 600 plate appearances. And this is a stat I've been using pretty heavily uh this season. It's been really good for me. Uh Grayson Rodriguez is 0. 0.141. ISO allowed It's close to the top uh percentile. And then Eklin's at 0. 0.175, and that's close to the bottom percentile. Uh shake it all out. I got it at minus 141. So sizable advantage uh in the market. I think it brings up an interesting point with Tampa Bay uh and their way to create a bust right now. Uh 142. And if you look uh, over the last five years from March 1st to now, May 9th, uh, they are 20 points higher than than the next team. Uh, the Astros in, in 2019, the juice ball era, I believe they had a 122 weighted runs creative plus.
2: Have you, and so the Rays are 29 and seven for those scoring at home, right? Like, and again, I always bring up the 84 Tigers. Who ended up winning the World Series, but they started out 35 and five. That's sort of the 40 game benchmark that everything is compared to, and the Rays obviously uh, in that neighborhood. Have you been able to to exploit that on a day to day basis, or not really, because the lines have sort of it's sort of been baked into the market.
4: Uh, no, I haven't done much either way with Tampa Bay. The stuff that I've done has been betting against them and maybe Mm -hmm. I'm just lucky, but I remember uh, I I hit with the A's uh, on the run line betting against them, but it's been, it's been pretty, uh, I haven't really bet the the Rays either way that much. I'm looking to bet them against them right now. I don't think this 142 way to runs creative plus is sustainable, um, it's yeah. just so out of the norm. I mean, you know, I thought, well, maybe there's a team over the last five years that have been close. And and that, you know, 2019 Astros used ball uh, to this date in the season was were 122. So they're 20 points above that. I just, I don't see, I mean, you look down the lineup, I, I don't see it, Gil. You know, I just yeah.
2: don't. I, I'm, I'm with you. And that's, again, that's sort of what is sustainable, what is not. And that makes sense that you would see many more opportunities in fading them even if even if to some degree that would—and uh, maybe you've gotten lucky because it hasn't happened, but for those that have, perhaps on a daily basis, it's about banging your head into a wall. But at some point, that ought to, based on the numbers, it ought to turn. So you like the Orioles as a dog against the Rays. What else do you got today?
4: I'm gonna do, I know people uh, that listen to your show love it when I do this. I'm going to do a base winner parlay today. <laughs> okay. uh, I like—
2: <laughs> This is, by the way, I'll interject. This is where a Fezzik texts me and says— Mark Borchardt is so awesome. He's so smart. You can tell he knows his stuff. And then at the end of the segment, he gives us a Yankees-Dodgers parlay. So what do you have I here? I love it. I tell, I tell yeah. you what,
4: I, I'm, 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 I can hardly wait to say, how can you play a parlay? But sometimes they're, they're good opportunities to lower your risk while taking heavy favorites. And that's why I do it. And it's, it's worked for me over the years so when I do it. Uh, if you look on the card today, I like the Mets minus 185. Tied to the Giants minus 215, and if both of those win, you get plus 121. I'm a big fan of of uh, Logan Webb. Have him 25th out of 150 pitchers, and although Scherzer has been not Max Scherzer, 22.7 strikeout percentage last 150, very concerning when you're talking about Scherzer. Uh, compare him to a uh, Luke Weaver who is right at league average strikeout percentage, but that ISO allowed is 0.209. It's a very high number. It puts them in the fourth percentile in a bad way. And, uh, you know, you, you get you get a better offense here with this Mets team. Uh, they're sixth in baseball compared to the Reds' 28th in baseball. So I think that's a decent parlay to to, to get you going for today, guys.
2: Mets-Giants, you said?
4: Mets-Giants.
2: Okay. Yep. Giants taking on the, uh, the Nationals who have shown a pulse here of late for sure. Um, just because we brought it up with the Rays, let's leave with this. Who has been, based on your numbers, who has put together the most unsustainable performance as a club thus far? Maybe it is the Rays. Uh, Maybe it's someone else. Who is the most unsustainable to the bad where you're like, no, they're way better than this. It's got to turn.
4: Uh, the better team obviously is, is the Cardinals. Cardinals. You look and Ooh. then they're, they're disparaged by a lot of people right now, but you look at their way to runs creative plus 106. So that's, that's decent. 6% better than average yeah. X fit minus, And I don't know, they must be putting it together with their bullpen. Cause I don't really like their starting pitcher, but X starting pitching rather X fit minus is, is a 93. So uh you know that's in the top 10 in in all of baseball and you wouldn't think that with the Cardinals the way they're getting disparaged in the media Gil.
2: Well they have the worst one run record right in all of baseball that has a lot to do with it, you know. I mean you, you their one run record is 1 in 7. Contrast that with the Marlins. You know what the Marlins record is in one run games? 11 and 0. 11 there you go. and 0. I mean Yep. That mean that mean and sometimes those last for a season. Would the Rays be the answer on the other side by the way?
4: Other side, actually, to get worse, I, I have the Guardians to get Guardians. worse. They, they okay. should be 11-23 and 23 right now, Bill. Wow. I might
2: Okay. Mark, always great to see you. Quoting hey, Snoop Bill, lyrics. I, Mark Blanchard, base thing. winner. Coming back with Champions League picks next.
5: It's
0: betting Network.
2: Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Split bet. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not, repeat, does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Com. real quick some tweets that be in the book. Oh, by the way, Magic Johnson has tweeted. Uh, I don't know if you know this, uh, Kelly. The Lakers overcame a brilliant triple-double performance by Steph Curry to win 104 to 101 and go up 3 to 1 in the series. Oh, well, thanks, Match.
3: Aren't you upset that you're that you're not going to get that for your Washington football team, uh, those kind of tweets? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Sam Howell is excellent today throwing the ball down the field.
2: Yeah, no, that's Thanks, not Magic. Happen. Thanks, Match. <laughs> Mike Alvarez, that's the best rap reference pulled by a middle-aged man since Mike Palm pulled "I miss my Uncle Charles" from Bones, <laughs> from Bone Thugs <laughs> and Harmony from the early '90s. He did that on this show. He was in studio with me years ago, and I thought I would totally, like. I thought it was going to completely go over Mike Palm's head, and he just spits out Bone Thugs lyrics. <laughs> Like who's this guy? Uh,
3: for for these are where the Vison Plus Plus subscription needs to happen because uh,
2: numbers game Kevin all, numbers Ke- game audience knows. Oh they yeah, know.
3: Kevin setting up Mark. That was one of the funniest moments I've <laughs> experienced in the in this show.
2: Mike Alvarez adds, "I'm going to lay the jolly on de facto power rating on the Q1 derivative show." Now that is a man who has listened to the Beating the Book podcast and Betting Dork podcast before that for many years. Uh, Mark Borchard and I do. Uh, Q1, Q2, Q3. So after 40 games, 80 games, 120 games, roughly during the Major League Baseball season, we go through all kinds of betting statistics, and it gets kind of granular. We do first five stats. We do first inning stats as well. Those are proprietary. So uh, check that out on the Beating the Book podcast feed. Our next one is the French Open podcast coming up with uh, Drewski and Dan Weston said he'll be in. By the way, how great was it meeting Dan Weston when he was in town? It was awesome. I hung out with him for two days. Dan and I were running the
3: streets, baby. He was, uh, he was a lot taller than I was expecting. He's a was,
2: gigantic human being. Just
3: what a nice guy. He was, he was awesome Awesome coming in here. you know, Very complimentary to all of us. But Man, great personality. Uh, it's
2: phenomenal. So, yeah,
3: seemed, seemed like he'd be a good guy to and have. And I want to say that I understood every word. I understood every word he said. <laughs> he
2: wants to say. Um, I want to point this out before we get to Paul Carr and the Champions League picks. I, I don't know if you saw this yesterday. I know you did, Kelly. But the University of Iowa announced yesterday that 26 athletes across five sports are suspected of wagering on sports in violation of NCAA rules and more than 100 people have been linked to an investigation in addition Iowa State acknowledged that some 15 of its athletes across three sports also are suspected of violating gambling rules and Kelly you had the same reaction I did which is this is just this kids these are kids
3: gambling right as, as far as we know right As far as we yeah, know yeah, yeah in this going to happen a million times? I would think so. But this is also, like, it kind of goes back to, la- like, last week with the Alabama-LSU. Very, very different story. But as far as... You know, U.S. Integrity, right, being involved in that case. Matt Holt, who we have a lot of experience with here at VEASAN, mm-hmm. works with U.S. Integrity. This is a sign of, of those types of organizations catching this kind of stuff.
2: So it is— Well, right, but in the University of Alabama baseball store, that was the
3: manager of the team. Yeah, that's, what t- it's completely completely that's what I'm saying. It's completely different. That's Completely different. But yeah. why are you hearing about these things is because those types of services help catch the betting this betting activity.
2: We also—I'll speak for you, too—we also were surprised— by the notion by some of these rules, I didn't know. We all kind of knew that you, you can't bet on your sport, but they they are not permitted to bet on any sport that contains a championship.
3: I still don't really get on all the rules. We can get I, Wyatt Tomczyk up here and stand on his soapbox, but yeah, he, he <laughs> was lecturing me downstairs. Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't like I don't so I guess they can go into a like they can bet on a boxing match or something. But, but not you, the NFL. But you can't bet on the NFL. I think I'm understanding it
2: right. I like a discussion with some of those rule makers. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh Paul Carr Paul Carr rather joins us, ladies and gentlemen, from Topeka, Kansas, heart of the nation, to talk some Champions League. You want some midweek soccer action? We've got you, guy right here. How you doing, Paul?
5: I'm good. This is the semi finals. This is this is big time. This is the fun part of the European season. It's the end of the leagues, Champions League semis and on. Let's go. Paul comes to us from True Media Networks and, of course, the
2: Expected Value Podcast as well. Paul Carr on Twitter, C-A-R-R. All right. So, again, how – I mean, this gets you – give us an idea how excited this gets you versus, like – because the Premier League, they play 38 games. There is no championship. There is no tournament. It just ends um, someone clinches. This is a mid season. Now Adam silver apparently is going to give us this kind of thing in the NBA, but this is obviously the most prestigious of all the mid season tournaments that you have a champions league. We are in the semis. Um, how pumped does it like how riveted are you today and tomorrow watching these two?
5: I may not get a lot of work done for a couple hours. Let's mm. just put it that way. Yeah. I mean, because it's the stakes of one goal can change so much. We saw this last year with Madrid and city in the semifinals, uh, Real Madrid scored twice late in the second leg to send it to extra time. And then one, when they were big underdogs, like you just don't get that in the league European season. It's just, like you said, it's just stretched over 38 games where there's drama game to game, but it's not, it's very rarely until the very end of the season, a kind of a life or death from a season standpoint, from a title standpoint right there. And you get that over the course of these, these are two legs. So today's the first leg, you get that over the course of these 180 minutes and you get to see these matchups usually, of clubs you don't see run into each other as much uh, City and Real Madrid don't play during the regular league season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other half of the bracket happens to be two Italian clubs, but that's not necessarily normal. So there's the fun of, you know, it's it's just like the NCAA tournament when you get these teams running into each other that probably didn't play during the season. You're like, oh, I want to see how, you know, KU's athletes are going to do against Yukon's athletes sort of thing. They just don't see a lot.
2: Yeah. Well, let's start with today's again. It's Real Madrid and Man City from the uh, Premier League In Man City's case. Um, Real Madrid is a big dog here, but you yeah. but
5: you like them. I do. So the overarching narrative of this game is City is the best team in the world, which I'm not arguing with. And Real Madrid is all just vibes from Champions League vibes, especially. You know, they have this history. They've won you know however many European Cup titles going all the way back uh, to the 50s. So you're talking 15ish. Forget the exact number. Uh, they won last year when they were big underdogs, as mentioned against City in the semifinals. And there's truth to that. But Real Madrid's it's also really good. This is not a Cinderella story. This is not a, we just can, this is not like Butler or something back in the NCAA tournament when they made a couple runs to the final. Uh, they're really good. There's a real case as odd as this sounds that they're the second best team in the world. And now they're in third place in La Liga. So that sounds weird, but their underlying numbers, aside from Man City, they're as good as anybody in Europe. They're as good as Barcelona or Bayern or Napoli this season. They've just kind of been underachieving most of their shot and expected goals numbers this year. So this is a good team. So yeah, I lean toward Real Madrid. It's really just it's the price. I mean, they have Benzema, they have Vinicius Junior, they have plenty of guys who can score. Uh, Man City will have more of the ball, which which Real Madrid is fine with. They're a little more of a counter-attacking type of team in general, so that's not really going to change anything Real Madrid does, and they just don't get phased by anything. There is some intangible devil magic they have that. Makes them good in these big moments. So, yeah, if I'm taking a side here, I, I've taken Real Madrid at plus 220, I believe. You can probably find a little bit better. Um, if you want to get a little more conservative and you have the right book, you know, I really like a Real Madrid double chance and over one and a half goals, which gets you better than even money as another option. But yeah, I have no problem getting over two to one on Real Madrid win here, just what I've done.
2: Double chance for those who don't follow the sport means?
5: Plus half a goal. The double chance is you get a win or a draw.
2: Win or draw, and the over, if you want to get frisky with that, mm-hmm. um, and just
5: over one and a half, you know. Yeah, you don't have to go too crazy uh, on that because you know, is it really going to end no nil or a one nil Real Madrid win? It's extremely unlikely. What
2: about tomorrow, same time, and by same time I mean noon Pacific, three Eastern on our uh, on our side of the world? It is, as you mentioned, two Italian clubs: AC Milan, Inter Milan. Inter Milan, the plus one fifty underdog.
5: This is a this is a tough one, especially a day out. So the big question mark here is AC Milan's Raphael Leao, who's their, their left winger is questionable for this game. He got hurt over the weekend, uh, the thigh injury. So if he doesn't play, that's a huge loss for Milan. Uh, but either way, I still lean toward Inter Milan. They are the better team. They were kind of scuffling through some of the champions league early rounds in the knockout stage, but they've been really good in Serie A Lately, the numbers have come around. Uh, they were underachieving a lot of those numbers, but now, you know, they've been rolling a little bit. So they're just quite a bit better here. Uh, This game is quote unquote at AC Milan, but these two teams say share a stadium rather. So this is not a road game in the traditional sense. Uh, There's an away team just kind of for logistical reasons, but both games are in the stadium. So I'm not concerned about that. So I like Inter Milan uh, plus 150 on the win here again, without Leao. even if he's back, I don't know how healthy he's going to be, but AC Milan has been uh, like half a goal or so over half a goal worse per 90 minutes without him this year. So I like Inter at plus 150. Uh, There's that asterisk of whether layout plays, but I I still don't think that's going to make a huge difference.
2: If you like Inter at plus 150, are you thinking about a 7-1 to shot at them winning the whole thing?
5: Maybe. I mean, not really to be honest not really. okay this whole series is you know and there's a favorite not a giant favorite but a favorite and then they're gonna be massive underdogs against either team in the final so you're gonna get a nice price if they get if you want them to win this series and then win the final you're gonna get basically the same thing all right do it that way paul we appreciate it as always enjoy the games let's go this will be fun well, good luck with the bets too but two do dogs We're
2: gonna try to get some bang for our buck today and tomorrow Chrissy e. Andrews, my Mishpocha. We hope to locate him. We hope to have him on next. Talk to him about the draft and more. Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
0: A numbers game on Veasan, the sports betting network.
2: Become a Veasan Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosting guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our Veasan.com/slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event, date, and more. Check the top Veasan experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which Veasan expert has the hot hand. For Veasan Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus twenty four seven video access. Become a Veasan Pro subscriber today. Sign up now for only nine dollars ninety nine cents at Veasan.com slash subscribe we get tweets at being in the book chris heath uh wants to know does whale capper does drew think the heat will be longer than plus 400 four to one in series versus the celtics otherwise i don't see why he doesn't see value in the heat to win the east especially if he likes them to get past the Knicks. well i think you should listen to hardwood handicappers hey, with we'll kelly Bidlin and drew Densick today uh, James at the James Lloyd just saw on MLB Network. Max Scherzer dealing with a scapula issue and is quote trying like hell to avoid the IL unquote. Oh boy! Oh boy! All right, all right. We go through these. Uh, we'll get some more uh, coming up later. Uh, he's not in studio with us today, but ladies and gentlemen, my mishpocha comes to us by via the uh, the the invention that we know as the telephone. Chris Andrews, who runs the South Point Hotel Casino, and he's got intro music. Oh, yeah. Do we have lyrics? No. Kicking it with Chrissy. The, I thought he would come on and be like, can't we kick it? No, I don't do that. Chris Andrews, everybody, who runs the South Point Hotel Casino Sportsbook but is uh, off campus right now. Author of Then One Day, Then One Year, Adel Fusmo. How you doing, Chrissy?
6: I'm doing great, Gil. I guess I should be there. I thought you were still on vacation. Oh no! They told me to take it off till you got back. I didn't know you were back.
2: See, yeah, see um, unless I, you were almost, told, I'm you're like, "Oh, he's on vacation." It was like three months later.
6: He's on vacation. My, on bad, vacation. my bad. My <laughs> <Yeah>. bad. Kelly's bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh man! Yeah, we're blaming it on Kelly. The yeah. hell with them.
6: Yeah. Okay. All right.
2: All right. So I have I haven't been able to speak to you, but I got I got two questions here in retro. Let's talk about the NFL draft. Any any. Any, I know you don't have full regrets, but is there any thought in your head like, "Oh man, maybe this was the year to have booked it," or none of that?
6: No, <laughs> and, I just, uh, yeah. and even the day of the draft, and like, you know, whatever it was, and I kept joking, "Michael, you're not sick of me, on it? And he kept inviting me to lunch. And then the day of the draft, he said, "You're not booking this thing, are you?" I said, "No." We, I said, "No." He goes, "Good," and he holds the same philosophy I do. This is not a game. This is not a game of chance. Somebody knows something. It's your decisions made by people. You know, even, it, you know no matter what, even a 20-point favorite isn't a lock to win a game. You know, one team tries to win, and the other team tries to win. There's two things, and uh, somebody's going to make a decision, and, and that's the, the end of the result. By the way, so no, it's not a game. Two weeks. I mean, a- we shouldn't be booking
2: Two weeks ago when you were uh, not here, I did an imitation of what our exchange on this would have gone like, and it's pretty much just what happened. I said, I said, Chrissy, do you regret not betting, the, not not booking the draft? And I thought your response would be like, do I look like I regret it, Gil? So I was basically the version of that. <laughs> that's, that's
6: where we came at. Yeah. What about. Well, since you can't see my face right now, yeah. I don't look like I regret it. Yeah. But.
2: What about the Derby? Where do we stand on that? Is it here at the South Point? I know there's a big party up in the ballroom. I've attended it many years. Obviously, uh, Mage got home. I'm not sure if, if you had Mage or if you made money on the Derby or lost. But from a, from a bookmaking standpoint, the South Point, obviously, the only place in town where the race book is separate from the horse book. But uh, is it as popular as ever before? Is it waning a little? Where does it stand?
6: Well, I can only speak for us, and we had a full room. I think we held, I was saying 750, but I got corrected. I think we held 950 up in that room. You know, there's food and drink specials. And that's besides having a separate room, uh, a room separate from the sports book, you know, on a daily basis. So it was huge for us. It was a great turnout. We had a hat contest for the ladies things like that, you know, so it was promoted really well, it did really well, and uh, I guess you were on vacation, because I gave out Mage, the winner, everywhere wow. I went, on the nice. Thao show, I gave it out on V-Cin, on, uh, I gave it out on Ralph Scirocco's show, I've, I've loved this horse from, you know, a couple starts back, I thought that he had a great chance to to peak at the time of, uh, you know, first Saturday in May, and that's exactly what he did, and And I did. uh, I did fairly well on on that uh, on every.
0: Good
2: for you. Do you go ballistic? Do you get out of your chair and just start pumping your fist? I want to know.
6: I did that day. I gotta tell you. Yeah, yeah. there was a couple of us back in the office, and uh, you know, I gave the horse to anybody who would listen, and a couple couple guys had it. You know, a couple friends, and uh, yeah, we were we were kind of excited back there. Yeah.
2: Obviously, this is uh, odds. You know, spe- uh, odds particular. We don't have those, but do you think you'll be on Mage in the Preakness?
6: Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, there's a couple Yeah, you know, I saw two fills. Now it's not going to run. I thought he, he had a tremendous race, finish uh, second in the race. Uh, so I don't know. We'll have to see. I, I, I got to see how horses come out of it, and, uh, you know, we'll see the prices. I mean, Listen, you know, you know, you know, I don't bet two to one shots, you know, so we'll see what kind of price he is. and You know, I may try to beat him in this next race, but, uh, but I do have, I went on Peter Hornetau's show, and uh, they Love had a Peter. promotion, a Preakness promotion, and I already have a $300 bet on Mage. So I got that in my pocket. There, there you go. Know. So we'll see who else is in the race and what, what it looks like, how it shapes up.
2: Yeah, so I guess I know the answer to my other question, which was: This is the only, you know, this is the main handicapping thing that Chrissy still loves to do. Mage doesn't doesn't strike you as a Triple Crown winning horse.
6: Uh, You know, I don't think so. I I I think it'd be very doubtful. Actually, the more I looked at, and not only that, he's not that good because he is pretty good. That was a really great time, two hundred one and change. That was a terrific time. But I think if you look at that crop of three-year-olds, it's probably a lot better than I thought it was what it was. You know, Forte, who I I think was probably the best horse, even though he scratched the morning of the Derby. I haven't heard what their plan is for him. Uh, You know, so I think right now there's there's some really good horses. King's Barnes, who I told people, you know, turning for home, he he would be on the lead, which he was either on the lead or in second. Uh, as they turn for home, Angel of Empire, you know, had a great race in him. Uh, maybe he had the best performance out of anybody. He Ran into a lot of trouble, which is what happens in a uh, 20-horse field. I think he's real live for uh, for the next race or, or the the Belmont. You know, so I think Mage is really, really good, but there, there's a really good crop too. And I don't think anybody is just going to waltz away with the triple crown. I, and I don't think he's quite good enough at this
2: point. What is noteworthy in terms of the Stanley cup playoffs and the NBA playoffs? Has there been anything noteworthy to you from the South point perspective in terms of an increase or a decrease either way is, is the golden Knights wave? Has that begun here regionally?
6: Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I was glad to see them win last night. I, I think, um, you know, we want to keep them in the playoffs as long as possible. Uh, you know, our futures, you know, we lose a little bit on them in the futures, but it's probably worth it just to keep them around, you know, because it just creates so much excitement. And, uh, you know, I, I know I talked to uh, Dave Jensen, who kind of handles the tickets. We have tickets for all the playoff games. And I always tell him, if there's if there's any night that nobody wants to go, just give me a call. He says, yeah, well, you can forget about it. Don't expect my call. But the tickets are uh, – or a high commodity. It's a you know, great response in the room every single night. So the Knights being in, I'm glad they won last night and keep them alive because I really thought Edmonton was a much, much better team. But, you know, hockey's a game of inches probably more than anything. So we want to keep them around. You know, the East is wide open, and I'm not sure anybody coming out of there is going to you know bring about all that much excitement. As far as the NBA goes, you know, I've been saying it for a while, but I've got to root against these Lakers. It's a big future for us. It's uh, pretty bad. And I haven't been able to alleviate it because you don't want to give everything away on the other teams. But the uh, Lakers would be pretty bad for us. And i got to tell you, they're looking pretty darn good right now. It's going to be tough to beat. But whoever comes out of that Nuggets uh, Sun series, I'm going to be rooting for them to win the West. And uh, on the other side of the bracket, you know, Celtics are good for us. There's nobody really bad. Heat's great for us. Yeah, the Knicks aren't so good, but I don't think they're going to win at all. Uh, You know, but uh, I think right now we have uh, we're in decent shape with the futures as long as we can knock out the Lakers.
2: Six-figure liability for you?
6: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh. (laughs) That sounds like
2: more than just 100K is, is how I interpreted that. It, it, yeah, it yeah.
6: is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, 100 I could deal with. Well, get, get,
2: get ready for a Florida Panthers Seattle Kraken uh, Stanley Cup finals and a uh, Nuggets Heat finals, which uh, will probably be bad for you. But I guess you'll, you'll have kicked out the Lakers by that point. So it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for you in that regard. Uh, I know better than to ask you if you will have NBA draft bets here available. So I will let you go, Chrissy. How about that?
6: Chris. Um. Yeah. Don't ask me. That yeah. we're not gonna oh, it, so. Chris Andrews,
2: everybody, at Andrews Sports, and pick up all his books uh, at Amazon.
6: Uh, yes, sir. By the way, I have a good story for you next time we see each
2: other. Oh. Okay. On air or off air? No, off air. Okay. okay. Let's just have the conversations on air, Chrissy, that we can have. A- <laughs> Thank you, Chrissy. Appreciate it. Chris <laughs> Andrews, everybody. <laughs> ah, we can't wait for a story. I'm looking forward to that. Coming back, Kelly and I wrap things up next. Numbers Game Vista, the Sports Betting Network.
0: Sports Betting Network.
2: BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and Bet Insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit bedmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call
3: 1-800-
2: GAMBLER. Skill Alexander. It's Kel Bidlin. Um, I love it when Chrissy forgets that we're actually on the radio and not just having a private conversation. <laughs> like, what if, he, what if in the middle he's like, hey, how's that rash coming? Like, what if he just, you know... <laughs> off right. dinner tomorrow night, right? I, I what time are
3: we meet again? <laughs> I don't have a
2: rash. I'm just making a point. Um, <laughs> we get we get tweets and beating the book. I hope I know that have one. Uh, this is from T for three. Oh, he's commenting on Mike Alvarez, uh, recalling the Mike Palm moment when Mike Palm just uh, burst out into Bone Thugs lyrics. He said that's one of my favorite moments moments ever. Possibly only close was when G Unit talking about Greg Peterson referred to his fans as the Gregorians, and Gil nearly fell off his chair. <laughs> I I was like, you call him what? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Let's see here. That's Uh, great. Elvis Toast Patterson fit. He goes, Gilly, doesn't Chrissy know the television business? That's called the tease. Can't tease on air and then tell the story off air. Oh, man. I I thought he
3: was, actually, yes. I thought he was teeing up an excellent tease for next week. And then I was was like, no, I'll call you in like 30 minutes (laughs) after the show. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, Chris Hartman, Gil,
2: with the NFL schedule release on Thursday, I cannot help but think Friday's show will be all Survivor talk in the second hour, correct? And then he's got the uh, hands clasped prey emoji. I don't know if uh, Chris Hartman is being facetious. Usually he texts about Matt Brown not kicking field goals. Um, but no, it will not be a whole hour on Survivor after the schedule comes out Thursday. But I do have uh, yearly Survivor, you know, thoughts to go yeah. on it just won't be Friday we
3: will we will definitely yeah. hit on some of it Friday yeah. but yes I, I'm imagining yeah. you're not plotting out no. your entire yeah your entire no. map yet of how you're getting through Survivor
2: some people claim they still do that I do not do that
3: no real people there are people that you know that claim they start doing it right after the schedule release bruh we have people on our network who say they do that wow
2: I, here's here's my thing, and this is, again, all in in August, all we're going to be doing is <laughs> talking football. I, mean, right? I was just going to say We that, are, yeah. are going to talk so much football. Um, We're going to have so much winning. No, we're, we're <laughs> talking so much football that you – here's the thing. The point will be made on this show. I will say it over and over. I'll be like, and none of us ultimately, once we see weeks one and two of football, will know a damn thing, right? right because yeah, we will yeah. – we, we will be right about some things, but we will inevitably be completely wrong about what we think about teams after just seeing one or two football games. Which, by the way, won't just be anomalous. It will actually be the case that we will have been completely wrong. And so if you plan out Survivor well before, it's like, what are you doing? And just adhering to your Bible in July or June or May? couple
3: plus there's just, there's so much great stuff going on right now like like you said July August we got plenty of time oh, believe dude. me you're going to hear us bring up Mike Tomlin never had a losing season what? stats about a billion freaking times what? you're going to hear me talk about how the Vikings still have value in the NFC North <laughs> and right. I'm going to be obnoxious again with it someone's going
2: to come on about college football and say Oklahoma's the team to win it all <laughs> you know the same things we do you're going to
3: get all the hits all the, hits all the greatest hits they're
2: coming uh, as far as our bets, in case you missed them earlier today, I actually have a pre-flop NBA play. I had no tennis plays today, um, which is sort of an upset, but I do have a basketball. I, I rarely come on here and make pre-flop ATS basketball players, but I'm on the Nuggets. I got them at five. It's five and a half right now. But when that when we found out that Nikola Jokic was absolutely playing, and by the way, I do not think that was laughable. Like, I actually think that was batted around in the room. Might have been for a minute. Might have been for 90 seconds, but they absolutely addressed in the NBA offices, do we have to suspend him? And I, and I, certain, I believe it's because it was the Suns owner, Matt Ishbia, that was involved. Because they couldn't do anything to him, because he wasn't just a regular fan, he was an owner, they could not then, they, they had to basically come out with two wrongs has to make a right here, by NBA standards, wrongs. Because we can't do anything to Ishbia, then we can't suspend Jokic either. We'll fine him but we can't suspend it. But if it were a regular season game and it was a random fan and Jokic tried to grab a basketball from a fan, regardless if the fan flopped or not, I think he would have been suspended. But anyway, so once it was uh, announced that he was only getting fine, he was playing grab the nuggets. I just think that this, if let's put it this way, there are so many bets that I've said this before on the show. Some bets, you just have to be willing to lose. And if so tip of the cap, you know, some things are going to not work out for you. And if Devin Booker and KD can put together what they've put together on the road now, uh against the Nuggets team, um, if Landry Shamit can do what he did in, in quarter number four last game and, and they win this or they cover, tip of the cap. But I'll take my chances. I took the Nuggets minus five. That's my play tonight.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, that was a that was a very quick bet for me. Uh I laid four and a half. I laid it with five again. Um,
2: Booker, 34 of 43.
3: He's incredible. In his last and in games. Like, what have we seen in the past single performances basically carry teams? And it's bizarre that we're talking about Devin Booker and not Kevin Durant in that sense. But yeah, that could happen. And the two of these guys could do it, but I'm with you. It's the, we're, we're switching. We're switching home court sites. I I totally do believe, Drew brought it up earlier, I think the role players, this becomes way more different. Landry Schammett uh, dropping 19, you know, good luck with that. You're going to see much more productivity out of the Denver bench that really wasn't there in that last game. And, And it's the floor. To me, Gil, like Durant and Booker have to combine for 70 every night for that team to have a chance. Yeah. It's when they start going over that when, okay, yes, they might be able to win it by themselves, but... Switch of venues. Um, look, I, I, I'm impressed. Phoenix got two uh, at home. They that they got both of those. I really thought we'd be coming back to Denver three-one, uh, but it comes back two-two. I'm 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 with you. I'm all over Denver tonight.
2: Are you with the now? I did not do anything with the first game, and I'm and I'll be honest with you. The Eastern Conference series and and individual games, those are all in games for me. Yeah, like I just have no real. Desire to bet these pre-flopping, but he was all about the Celtics laying the laying the wood tonight.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think good for him sticking with his convictions. I am I laid the first half line with the Celtics. Not not a big bet, big bet for me, a little bit smaller bet tonight. Um, I think that there are enough questions in my mind about Joe Missoula and some how these Celtics have handled end-of-game situations and clutch time moments, really dating back to last year's playoffs. And then you head into this postseason, it's issues. And I don't know how many full game spreads I'm willing to lay that are that big of a number. So. Yeah,
2: he has now said he should have called timeout. That's his uh, Yes, yes, that did, yeah, that came down. Yeah. yeah,
3: that did come down. So um, I did play them first half tonight, small and then, uh, um, what's,
2: what's your thinking on the Jalen Brown? Jalen,
3: because Jalen Brown has been incredibly efficient. He said after the last game that he probably needs to be more aggressive and more demanding of the ball. We've seen him. Uh, a couple of these games now in this series get off to very fast starts and then kind of disappear from the offense. I, if he just gets more shots, Gil, he goes over because he's scoring incredibly efficiently right now. Uh, he's one of the few guys on the team to, to do that. So yeah, I do have a prop bet tonight uh, over twenty three and a half points on him. And then yeah, Warriors, Warriors, yeah, Game five, points. count me in. I'm I'm there too.
2: We 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 end the same way we started, which is. Plus 380 is not enough for me to play the Warriors to win this series. I would have wanted 6-1 to one or 7-1 to one to even consider it. Um, but that lets you know, that lets you know, um, you know, where this stands. Because the Warriors will be n- more than negligible favorites in Game 5 here, obviously. And then, in, if necessary, a Game 7. Um, yes, they will be a dog in Game 6, perhaps, but only by a point, if they even are. Right? So... That's why that price is what it is. It, obviously, look, they're behind the eight ball. You got to win three in a row. But you know what? Here's the thing, Kelly. This just in: you don't have to win all three of them at the same time. Nope, you don't. And so, if there were ever a team, like if I said this to you right now, who's the team more likely to come back from the three to one deficit? Would it be the Warriors or would it be the Knicks?
3: Oh my, it's not even close. It's not I, even close. I, I was just gonna bring up how yeah. opposite. How opposite do those two series feel? Yes, where Drew even brought it up. I don't know that I'm going to get to a heat bet, but it feels like New York. The the Knicks are already planning vacation. Like that is after what. Listen to Julius Randle last night. It's they feel defeated. Feel like they have no answers and they're done. Meanwhile, we know the Warriors aren't going to lay down and quit, and everybody feel, feels that way, right? Everybody,
2: yeah, and. Uh... You know, I say that again, bet against the Warriors, bet against the Heat at your own peril. Um, The Heat obviously up, but uh, the number eight seed moving forward, and again, the Warriors down 3-1, to obviously, against the L.A. Lakers. We've done all we can do, so a bunch of basketball bets for you today. Uh, We'll crunch the numbers for tennis tomorrow. Maybe we'll have some tennis bets. I think we probably will for the Italian Open men and ladies' side in play tomorrow. Maybe some quarter thoughts on the men's side as well. The Lombardi line is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network.